0: morning, good morning, tabernacle of praise and happy Sabbath. It's good to be in the house of the Lord just one more time. Let us stand together as we usher in the Holy Spirit as we sing Sabbath rest.
1: and happy sabbath everybody come on happy sabbath everybody are you glad to be in god's house just one more time i was glad when they said unto me let us go into the house of the lord because it's in god's house where there is peace it's in god's house where there's joy it's in god's house where i find hope where i'm able to be free from this world where i can worship and magnify and give him glory because he's worthy he's worthy he's worthy oh I can stay right there he's worthy he's worthy he's good he's better than good he's gooder than good he's an amazing God he's a great God oh I thank God he didn't have to do it but I'm so glad that he did he woke me up this morning started me on my way put food on my table and clothes on my... Oh, you don't know, like I know, what God has done for me. Oh, you ain't ready, you ain't ready.
2: <laughs>
1: you may be seated in the presence of an amazing God. We want to just thank God for just an, another amazing day. On this side of the dirt. Come on, somebody. I'm glad to be standing in that land. Come on, somebody. Oh, I'm so glad. I'm so thankful. I'm so honored to be here today. Let me, let, me just, let me wait for the preach word to get excited. Come on, somebody. I'm coming out the gate. I'm letting, all the, I'm letting it all out right now. I ain't going to have nothing left at the end. That's a lie. I got it all day long. Come on, somebody. I sleep under the praises of God. That's right. I wake up with God on my mind. When you see me at Walmart, guess what? I got him on my mind. While I'm thumbing through the vegetables, I got him on my mind we got to pray about those stoplights, though. Come on, somebody. But God is good, and I'm so thankful, honored, and blessed to be here today. It's like It's It's been so long, but I'm so glad to be back home again. And I just want to take this opportunity to welcome all of you who are viewing with us online. We know that you could have clicked that button and been somewhere else, but you have made a conscious decision to join in with us. So we praise God. Can we just put our hands together for our online family? Amen. We praise God for you. We want to welcome you to Tabernacle of Praise. I am the senior pastor, Pastor Jonathan B. Fields Jr., and I'm so glad that we can have this time together. We also want to take this opportunity to welcome all of you who are in the physical space. Amen. Amen. Woke up early on this Sabbath morning and came on out. Amen. I mean, if, you, if, if, if your bed was like my bed, if your bed is like my bed, my bed, my bed didn't want to let go. My sheets didn't want to let go. Oh, come on, somebody. Come on. Am I by myself? Come Am I no, My bed not. the only one that do me like that. I'm, I need your bed then because your bed gets you up early in the morning. But yeah. well, my bed didn't want to let go this morning had me locked down. And my wife said, honey, you have a meeting this morning. I said, oh, praise God for wives. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. So we thank God for Amen. you are here today. We know that you could have done something different with your Sabbath morning, but you have chose to come here and worship with us. So we praise God for you. Can I just see, how many visitors? I know we have quite a few. We have say, amen. I see your hand over here, hand over here. Uh, Sister Debbie, amen. I think it's Debbie Thomas, we praise God for you. Amen. I think, think we have Sister Felicia and Sister Angela. Wave your hand, if you can just wave your hand. Praise the Lord. Norma, amen. Praise the Lord, amen. Um, I, I, I see another name on here, Sister Brenda, Jermaine, amen, where's Jermaine, i see you over there, praise God for you, Brother Jermaine, um, um, we have the Sister Dent, amen, Rita Dent, amen, uh, Eddie in the house, where's Eddie at? Is amen, there you are, right there, Eddie is in the house, and then we have, I want to get this name right. Is that some can you say your name for me? Sir. Say your name for me, sis. Cynthia. Amen. I just want to make sure I said it right. Amen. Amen. We praise God for you. We know you're here. We have a special baptism today. Amen. Amen. We have a special baptism today, and we're here to celebrate the angels in heaven. They are rejoicing. They are praising God right now. I'm going to be honest with you. When we were on our way here, a car kind of came over into our lane a little bit and and then jumped back over real quick. And I thought about what was taking place today with this baptism. I said, no, 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 devil. Uh -uh. No, 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 No. not today. I said, all of heaven is rejoicing right now. now. Amen. And I said, the angels have paved the way for us elder and we did not stop at one stop well let me take that back we only hit one stoplight and that's because I made a conscious decision to stop I didn't want to I didn't want to push it too far but we drove all the way from my house to this church without stopping Amen. at not one stoplight because right. the angels right. we now. had one stoplight we did have one we had one stoplight and that was because I didn't want to I didn't want to push it I should have ran it but praise god for saints come on <laughs> my cousin could have been coming the other way come on somebody so we chose to stop and um, but we praise god for our baptismal candidates we're so excited for you Amen. we've been working we've been studying we've been talking we've been meeting some of us came a, a, a while ago and suggested they wanted to be baptized but we've been praying and studying and Spending this time together, been through chemo together, been through ringing bells together. Come on, somebody. Amen, Amen, Brother Lewis. (laughs) Amen. We rang the bell together. Come on, somebody. Standing right there when we was trying to get this thing going and the enemy was trying so hard. But here we are. Here we are. are. And we praise God for Andre, Sister Betty, and Brother Andrew. Come on. We praise God for you. Brother Lewis. So we praise God for you, and we're going to celebrate with you at the end of the service today. We're going to dump you down in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. I'm going to bring you up, but you're going down today. <laughs> uh, you going down today. We had not lost one yet, so trust the preacher. Amen. Trust God first, though. Amen. We want to just, again, just want to welcome everyone here. Um, just thanking God for just being an amazing God. I want to continue to trust him in the midst of it all. If you could just bow your heads with me as we offer up a word of prayer. Loving Lord, our Father, again, we thank you once again for what you've done, what you're doing, and what you're about to do. You are truly an amazing God. Without you, we're hopelessly lost, but with you, we're more than conquerors. We give you all praise, honor, and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. On next week, um, we will be away at our men's retreat, but on the following week, when we come back, we'll be having our communion service. So we want to make that announcement um, that in two weeks, we'll be here celebrating our Lord's Supper. God bless you, and have a happy Sabbath.
2: brought me out turn my life, my life around and Jesus brought me
1: Jesus brought me out. Turn my life. Turn my life around. Jesus brought me out. Jesus brought me out. Turn my life around. Turn my life- around oh praise god praise god hallelujah he could have left me out there but he decided to turn my life around and bring me in the household of faith he didn't have to do it but i'm so glad that he did we serve an amazing god and he is truly worthy to be praised and it is an honor and a privilege to be able to open up my mouth and for us to open up our mouths and to bless his name. We're not even fit to call on his name. But because he is so good to us, because he's so loving, so kind, came into his own and his own received him not, he could have aborted the mission, but his love wouldn't let him. His love wouldn't let him. I was talking to Brother Andre today and was having a discussion about why would God, a loving God, if he knew that Satan was going to mess this thing up, if he knew that we were going to mess this thing up, why would he choose to go ahead and make us and create us in his image, mind you? shared with him, I said, think of the mother who has a child that has some disease or some type of health challenge. And and the mother know on the front end that this child wasn't going to make it. My daughter was in that situation where our first grandson had trisomy 13 and and we knew that we were only going to have him for a short time. And the doctors was asking, did you want to abort? She said, no, I want to carry my son. When I think of God, knowing I was going to mess up, knowing I wasn't going to get it right every time, but yet he chose. It's prayer time and I don't know what you're going through I don't know what you're experiencing this morning but what I do know is that we serve a God that is able to change things that is able to move stuff around on your behalf no big eyes and no little U's at the foot of the cross at the cross is level and so is all of ours opportunities all of our opportunities to come to him if you so choose if you so desire to come down to the altar so we can gather and just come together the Bible says well there are two or three gathered in my name there will I be in the midst we want to come together in prayer and we believe God we trust God come, come yes, please come come, come whosoever will let him come and let us come before the throne of God. Hallelujah. My My hallelujah. hallelujah. It belongs to you, God. Oh, yes. Come on in. Sister Opal, it was good to see you this morning. Praise God.
2: Hallelujah.
1: Hallelujah. My hallelujah. My hallelujah belongs to you. My hallelujah.
2: My hallelujah belongs
1: to you. Come on, family, one time. You deserve it. You deserve it. God, we're speaking of you. you Wanna make sure that we get it correct. We you deserve it. Well, oh, you deserve it, God. Lord, we thank you so much for what you've done. Lord, we give you all praise, honor, and glory for who you are. Lord, we recognize and understand that we do not deserve any of this, but for some reason or another, you chose to wake us up this morning and bring us to this space. This is not an accident. This is not... By happenstance but Lord you're intentional by keeping us safe as we travel you were intentional God protecting us from hurt harm and danger as we travel danger seen and unseen we're here today because of you so as we gather father we want to say first and foremost forgive us Lord we're so sorry we've messed up we've done it wrong again so we're asking you to forgive us of our sins and ask that you will cleanse us from all unrighteousness and help us to reflect you God in everything we say and everything that we do because it is, it is our desire to be a people prepared to receive you when you come receive you with open arms so Lord God Father do what you do today have your way in this service We want to lift up before you those that are viewing our service online. We want to pray for the online community that that they too, even though they're online, will be able to receive that which you have for them. We ask, oh God, that you will cover those that are battling with health challenges. Those that are dealing with, with family matter issues and job issues and financial issues, oh God. We ask that you will cover them and keep them in the name of Jesus. Lord, we ask that you would be with those who are in the physical space today. Lord, Father, we ask your covering over every last one of us in here, those that are in their seats and those that have chosen to come close to the altar. We pray your protection over this space today, oh God. Oh, yes, Lord. We lift up Sister Bev and Sister Elaine and, and all of those that are battling with health challenges. Sister Grayton, this morning. Yes, yes, Lord God. We pray right now, oh God, that you would do a mighty work. That you will stop by each bedside, each couch, each bedroom, each door room, whatever it is, oh God, that you will let them know that you still have healing in your hands. And that you are a God that is intentional and that you make no mistakes. Father, somebody around this circle today is battling with health challenges. And somebody is battling with financial issues. But Lord, whatever it is, oh God, let them know that you are a keeper for, to those that want to be kept. And that you are a provider for those that want to be provided for. Let them know, God, that you make no mistakes. So do what you do, God. Creating us a clean heart and renew the right spirit within us. That wherever we go or whatever we do, oh God, your name will be glorified. Let your presence be made known today. Hallelujah. When we leave this place, let us not leave it the same way we came, but let us leave it with a newfound love for the things of God, and we will be ever so mindful to give you all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory. In Jesus' name we pray that the people of God say amen amen, and amen again. You deserve it. Come on, family. You deserve it. You deserve it one more time you deserve it well yes you deserve it you deserve it you deserve it, you deserve it. You deserve it.
3: sabbath Sabbath. Sabbath. it is so nice to see so many lovely beautiful faces for the first time and returning family so thank you for being here we're going to participate in the service this morning all of us we have an opportunity even those who are viewing we're going to participate what do you think that is returning our tithe and offering So as we prepare to give our tithe and our offering, I just want to remind you guys, as I was reminded this week, that we are to go and teach and make disciples of others. Now, my husband reminded me this morning that all of us don't have the gift to do those things, but God has made a way for us to participate in this small token. See, he doesn't need us. He doesn't need our money. But this is our faith, our obedience, and our trust in him that he will make all things possible. So as we prepare for our tithe and offering, I'm going to ask the deacons to come up. And I'm going to give you my testimony this week because sometimes... We all have to be reminded that what God gives us isn't our own. It isn't for our keeps. And like many of you, sometimes I struggle with that, okay? I struggle with giving or returning to God what is due to him because of bills possibly, because of um, emergencies that come up. God says no matter what happens in your life, I'm still God and that I will furnish everything. I will meet your need. So, how many of you are parents? Let me make this real. How many of you are parents? Or how many of you have siblings or loved ones that you care for, right? But I know mothers like myself, we love our children, right? We would do the best for them, right? We would get two and three jobs if necessary, right? Right? So, I have a daughter and she's left the nest, okay? She's She's in school, in college, and she's still my child, all right? Um, And so some of the things that she likes to do are social things. She gets her books. She does what she needs to do. But sometimes she has expenses that go far beyond her need. It's just her wants. And let me tell you, I'm a mother that will do for mine. More than what my parents done for me, okay? And if that drives me to get a third job, if that drives me to go and drive 30 miles here and there after being in a 10-hour job and and having to take care of home, I'll get up at 9 o'clock and go meet her need. You see how easy that is for me as a mother and how you as a parent or a daughter would do for your own well, God said, I'm your father. If you know how being evil, give good gifts and sometimes go beyond yeah. the call for our children, what more your heavenly father will do for you. Yeah. So okay. if you have problems, dump yeah. them problems down. If you have finance difficulties, stump them finance difficulties down because you have a father that has more than what you can ask for and more than what you yeah. can do and more than what you can imagine. So giving a small token of what God has given you is nothing compared to what God wants to continue to do for you. Amen. So if you don't mind, go and get what's God.
2: Uh-huh.
3: <laughs> and remember, what you put in the plate doesn't stay here. It goes out for ministry. It goes to the faraway countries. See, before Christ comes, he, this gospel will have to be preached in all the lands. And to make that happen, to be part of that, even you on viewing, you can go to um, cash app, um, dollar sign, T-O-P-G-I-V-I-N-G, top giving. And it's that easy, it's that simple. Give what belongs to God to God, and he will do wonders for you, Amen. amen? we pray dear father God we are so thankful Lord that you gave us a bigger gift than we can return that is our Lord in Jesus Christ Mm -hmm. you made all things possible Mm -hmm. out of the impossible and now Lord we are so belated we are glad and appreciate the opportunity Lord to serve you in our giving so father we ask that the funds that have been gathered Lord will feed the nation, Father, the starving world. And sometimes we look into the world and we see that there's so much anguish, so much hurt, so much pain. And greater, Lord, the need is there. So let these funds go to the streets, the countries that are needing it, Father, and fund your people so that they too can be fed of heaven. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: There, take it to the Lord in prayer. Anybody know anything about that? Y'all know nothing about that. You don't know about taking it to the Lord in prayer, do you? (laughs) Hallelujah. If you've ever been in a situation before, and you've been in a corner before, say, Take it to the Lord in prayer. You took it to mama, you took it to daddy, and you Took it to everybody else, even some of us, took it to your checking account. Couldn't get no help there. <laughs> couldn't find no help there. But then you took it to the Lord in prayer. Praise God. Praise God. Uh, I'm so glad that, that we have a God and that we serve a God that, that we can call on in the wee hours. You know, I'm talking 3 in the morning, 3.30 in the morning. You can always call on him and he's always there. And I praise God that he's that kind of God. Amen. With all the power that he have, he could be so much other, but he may, he (laughs) chooses. Come on and preach with me. He chooses to love. That's his character. That's, 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 his, that's his DNA. It, it's one of those things where, he, you know, I, I say all the time, I can't be nobody but me. He can't be nobody but God. He don't have to prove nothing. He don't have to get permission from nobody. He just, he is who he is. And I'm so glad that he is a loving God. Can, can you imagine a God with all that power? being vindictive, you know some folk, you know some folk, sprinkling haterade all over the place, you know some folk, you know some folk, always having something negative to say, you know some folk, but he is loving and he's kind. and I'm just so thankful and so blessed and honored that we can call on him and take it to the Lord and pray. Thank you, musicians. Can we put our hand together for our musicians? (laughs) Amen. Our, our choir, come on, come on, our choir, praise the Lord, the Lord used you today. Praise God, and I even want to ask you if you could just put your hands together for yourself, yeah. amen, because worship is worship because we all are here together to call on the name of the Lord and just give back to him, we're just giving back to him, amen, it's not about us, we're just worshiping God, we ain't worrying about who sent to my left or who sent to my right. But I'm just focusing on the goodness of Jesus because he is so amazing. Amen. I want us to turn real quickly to our Bibles. I am aware of the time, and sometimes I get up here and lose track of time. I call myself trying to be proactive and not reactive, and I try to look at the time of when I start so I can kind of gauge myself. And my wife and I, you know, on the way home, sometimes, you know, we have a little discussion about how long the preacher And I'm always saying, you know, because I know the preacher. And I say the preacher was not long-winded today. You know, I, I, I mean, the preacher, he, you know, and she said, well, baby, you was running about an hour 10. I said, no, nah, come on now. She said, it was good, though, but, but, but you went a little. I said, no, nah, because I got up at this time. And she said, no, nah, baby, yeah, you may have gotten up at that time, but you didn't get down. <laughs> and so, so I'm, a, you know, for the record, I'm looking at the time here. And um, I see what time we're starting. We're starting at 1130. And uh, <laughs> God is good all and all the time. Is Amen. He's worthy to be praised. If you have your Bibles with you, if you can turn with me to the book of Jeremiah, Jeremiah. And we want to start with chapter 10. And when you have it, please stand with me in honor of the reading of the word of God. That's Jeremiah chapter 10. Amen. And we want to start with verse 11, um, verse 11, Jeremiah chapter 10, verse 11, um, and we'll read accordingly. I'll read the first, you read the second, and we'll go all the way down to verse 16. I believe we'll read 11, 12, 13, and then we'll jump to 16 in that order. Thus you shall say to them, the gods that have not made the heavens and the earth shall perish from the earth and from under these heavens. Verse 12. He has made the earth by his power. He has established the world by his wisdom and has stretched out the heavens at his discretion. Verse 13 says, and when he utters his voice, there is a multitude of waters in the heavens and he causes vapors to ascend from the ends of the earth. He makes lightning for the rain. He brings the wind out of its treasuries. Verse 16, all together, let's read. And the portions of Jacob's is not like them, for he is in the maker of all things. And Israel is the tribe of his inheritance. The Lord of hosts is his name. Today, I just want to spend a little time on the, the notion He is God all by himself. Let us pray. Father, again, we are so privileged and honored to be able to open up our mouths and to bless your name. Speak to us today. Let us not leave this place the same way we came. I must now decrease that the word of God may increase. Into your hands I commit my spirit. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. amen and amen. Again, you may be seated in the presence of an amazing God. He is God all by himself. I remember when I was younger, I shared this story before, and it seemed like it keep coming back up. I don't know if God finds humor in the story or The fact that somebody didn't get it the first time. But I remember when I was younger, way younger, several years younger, I had a bully. And I didn't know how to deal with this bully. And one day, I don't know what was on his mind, but he decided that today was going to be the day that he was going to beat up on John Fields. And I wasn't a praying child, but I was sure of wishing I knew how to pray child. (laughs) And for whatever reason, Ronald Chandler, by name, yeah, I called it out. (laughs) Felt that today was going to be that day that he was going to deal with John Fields. Now, let me say this for the record. I didn't say anything to him that day. I never talked about him. I, never, I didn't do anything to him, sis. I, 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 was my, I mind my business. Matter of fact, when Ronald came down the second floor, I went down the third. Come on, somebody. I did everything in my power to avoid Ronald Champ. Ronald Chandler, for whatever reason, felt like the day was gonna be the day. This day was gonna be the day I'ma get him, and I'ma get him good. And so, as the story goes, on the way home, Ronald Chandler approached John Fields and pushed him a little bit. Yeah, yeah, you know how it is. That was fighting. That was that was that was a no no. But you know, I'm a peaceful man. Our child and didn't want to disturb any, you know, so I kept walking, sis, and Ronald pushed me again. I know you're looking at me. I know I see it in your face. You say, man, I would have turned around, and I thought about it, but that was Ronald Chandler. I saw Ronald Chandler knock out folk before in the fourth grade. He pushed me again and and, and and as the story goes, Ronald Chandler jumped on John's back. I told you I don't know if the Lord is finding humor in this story, or he just a somebody. I wish I would get it so I would quit telling this story because, because Ronald jumped on John's back and, and, and John, because he's a peaceful child, kept walking. <laughs> Ronald on his back. And I'm trying to find, looking for my sisters who were standing nearby, Sister Dancy, waiting at some point, sometime, at at, at some point, they going to get Ronald off my back. So about a half a block, Ronald was was still on John's back. And I'm looking for my sisters, my, my older sister. I'm waiting for them because I, they make me wash the dishes. They, you know. <laughs> so, if, you know, these are some tough girls. Yeah. <laughs> Ronald was on John's back for a, a whole block. And the sisters never did a thing. And I had to realize I was in this thing all by myself. And so as the story goes, John shook Ronald. Ronald got off his back. (laughs) Pushed him again. John feels, So I'm speaking in third person now. I've heard about that third person speak, you know, saying say, are you speaking to the third person? Well, I close my eyes, Elder Harris. I had one of them old school lunch boxes. Come on, somebody. Somebody know what I'm talking about. That old school lunch box, that metal with the thermos in the box. Yeah, somebody know what I'm talking about. I'm dated myself. I'm dated myself. <laughs> close my eyes. Swung the lunchbox, connected with Ronald Chatler, hit him so hard. I never saw Ronald again. As a matter of fact, I believe, I believe his parents went to another district because they figured there was too many bullies at the school. I went from being bullied to now I'm the bully. Just with one swing of a lunchbox. Finding myself in a situation all by myself. Jeremiah, our story tells us of Jeremiah who was called by God, who found himself in a situation all by himself. Jeremiah couldn't turn to the left. He couldn't turn to the right. As a matter of fact, as the story goes, the calling on Jeremiah's life began yet while he was in his mother's womb. And if I can put a pen right there to help somebody in the midst today that before you were formed in your mother's womb, God had already devised a plan for your life. I know sometimes it seems as if life deals you a hand that is so overwhelming. It's just not making sense. It's just not lining up. But the truth of the matter is God have a plan for your life. That nothing happens by accident or happenstance, but God is intentional about what he's doing. All right. So much so, Jeremiah, this, the son of a priest from a small town, is now asked to go to a people who were supposed to have been leaders of this here religious movement. These are the people that God has called to be the one to show the world how loving God is. These are the people that's supposed to set the benchmark on what worship is all about. These are the people that God has chosen to go and tell the world about this message. But these people for whatever reason, got caught up in the world and began to do worldly things. So much so that God had to send Jeremiah down to the people to let them know you are way off base. You, for whatever reason, you've missed the mark. Your worship isn't towards me anymore. Your praises aren't towards me anymore. As a matter of fact, you're living a life as if I don't exist. Why am I saying that? Because the Bible tells us that they began to make idols and worship them. Removed God all the way out of the picture, and now they are worshiping wood. Now, I don't know about you. I I, I get... I get I get kind of kind of you know I want to say tickle in my spirit when I think of someone literally worshiping wood. But then I had to take a pause for the cause because I remember I had a car. I loved that car. It was a red Grand Torino. It was clean. Oh yeah, it was so clean on the outside that. That, 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 that every time I came down the street, I, you know, make folk put glasses on because it was so clean and candy apple red and had some nice tires on it. You know, even though, even though, I got to be honest and tell the whole story, even though the seat, because that was back when the seat just went straight across. And even though the seat was broke because I had to put a brick under it. But then when the evening fell, you know, and it's time to get cool, I just removed the brick, and then the seat to drop back. Oh, that was a bad car. I, I, you know, I get tripped up. Sometimes I get tickled in my spirit. When I think of people worshiping other things, but, but, but I'm reminded that there have been times when I have placed things in the allowed things to get in the way or in the place of God. And sometimes, let's just be real in here, family of God, sometimes we get so caught up in doing our own thing that we don't realize that that thing is in the way of your worship. That you spend more time in your appearance than you do in your praise. That you spend more time in how you look or where you're going or what other folks say than what God says. We get so caught up in that thing and we fail to realize that we have now entered into dangerous territory. Because I'm not giving God everything he deserves. I allow my job at times to get in the way of me giving back to God that is due to him. So that we're not too far from the story of these Israelites who have now started looking to other things as their savior. And how could a person get to that place? How can a person get to that place in their Christian experience after they look back? You know, we sing, I look back over my life and I see how God has brought me. I don't look like what I've been through. I've come too far for him. to. You know how we do it. Oh, yes, he's good. He's amazing. But yet, at the same time, we're not giving back to him his due just. We're not giving it all back. We are now entering into a space where God has become an an absent uh, what, what is it? an absentee father. You look around the world today, and I was talking earlier with a young man, and, and we talked a little bit about how the how society is really trying to factor God out of the equation altogether. We're living in a time where it, where, 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 where just a mention of that name. The Bible says demons tremble. But I'd suggest to you today that there are times when even believers don't call on that name like we should. So Jeremiah was sent into a situation where we had to let the people know, first and foremost, that, 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 that you are off base. That you have left your true love. That you're not worshiping him as you should. And so now God has to speak. He has made the earth by his power. Let me have to stop. Let me just stop. Because because, see, we're talking about a God that spoke all of this into existence. I said it the other day. I talked about how the evolutionists talking about this Big Bang Theory. And I have to bring the evolutionists back to the very beginning. Because where the evolutionists pick up on is where start is where God finished. You see, God spoke, let there be light. Boom, big explosion. Now this here theory. And see, that's what the evolutionists call the Big Bang Theory, but you got to go back. It was God that spoke, that caused the bang to even give you your theory of how all of this began. It was God who spoke his word and the Bible tells us that things began to happen. So Jeremiah was nearly 20 years old when he began his prophecy. This prophecy. He began uh, 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 20 years ago, a young lad that God called to go and tell these people, thus said the Lord. And so this chapter shows us that there is no comparison between a uh, 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 God and idols, and uh, these idols of the Gentile. there is no comparison. I don't know, family of God, why we get to that place where we feel as if we can turn to something else. Where we can look to something else as a means for our help and our escape. What, what, what make us feel as if we can turn to other things and leave God out of the equation? I submit to you today, family of God, that it is because of selfishness. When I look at Adam and Eve in the garden and we look at the sin factor of the world, the sin problem of the world, it all boils down to you doing what you want to do, is what you like. It's how you feel, it's how I feel. Well, I don't think that ought to go that way. I think we ought to do it this way. Everybody have an opinion. Everybody know what God is thinking and what God is saying. So when God spoke to me, he told me this. But when he spoke to you, he told you something different. And we fail to realize that the word of God declares that God is not the author of confusion. So if you say one thing and, and I'm saying something else, we need to stop, take a pause, come together and say, well, what did God say? Because we're too busy trying to go going back and forth about what we say and not hearing what God is saying. So when God say you have strayed away, you strayed away. When God say to you, you're falling short, you're falling short. It ain't no thing of, well, you know, uh, if, if, no, 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 no. See, we need to quit trying to fix it up and make it nice and pretty. Look, it is what it is. It, 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 It is what it is. We, we, we were sinners saved by grace. Which means that there are times, family, where we may not get it right all the time. The proof in the pudding is are you going to allow that thing to keep you down or are you going to learn from it? And get on up and let's get this thing by going again. Because God is God all by himself. He don't need no help. He don't need nobody trying to dictate and tell him how it ought to go and how it ought to. Well, maybe God, if we did it this way, maybe if we did it that way. No, no, no! It's, it's God's way, or no way. There is no middle ground. There is no option. There is no, uh, 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 you know, this or that. You know, I give you, I, you know, give you three, you give me four. Or I raise you five. No, 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 no! It's God's way, or the highway. So Jeremiah is very clear as he began to speak. And now God tells Jeremiah, he said, listen, Jeremiah, I need you to let them know, first of all, who made all of these things? Because see, these gods uh, 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 that, 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 that have not made the heavens, these, these gods that people are putting there, they can't do anything for them, that they can't give life, uh, uh, these very th- same gods that if you throw in the fire will burn up how do we get to that space where we allow things to get in the place of a God that creates? How do we allow ourselves to get to a place where we put more trust? And the IRAs and the IRSs and and all those other things where we fail to realize that they have no power, that all power comes from God. Do you not know, have you not heard that God is a keeper to those that want to be kept, that God is a provider to those that want provision for who are we calling on if we're not calling on God? If we're not looking to him, if we're not seeking his faith, because all of those other things are sinking sand. He's God all by himself. I want us to walk away with understanding, knowing that God is in the business of saving saving, saving souls and transforming lives. Because we understand that the true wisdom is to be found in God alone. And ultimately, there is nothing and no one who can successfully substitute for God. There is nothing that we can put. Who can we compare him to? Who and what can we line up next to God to be able to begin a conversation, to even begin to scratch our chin or scratch our head, to be able to enter into some type of debate? Well, I would choose God, but this, that, and the third. there that, 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 There is no one, nothing that we can connect with God, put next to God, or we can even begin a conversation, but too many times, family, we spend a lot of time searching and looking, trying to find a replacement. When the reality is, God is who He is, all by Himself. He don't need no help. He don't need. He don't need our opinion. He don't need our suggestion box. He don't need any of that. We just have to learn how to trust Him when we can't trace Him, believe Him when believing it becomes unbearable, and learn how to hold on, even if we have to hide. Because God is all by himself in this thing. No one spoke him into existence. He just showed up and he's showing out. He always was. There never was a time when he wasn't. And he always will be and he's here, and he's there, and he's everywhere. His footprints are already there. Where are you going? There is nothing that we can say or do that can change that, and the reality is, oh, I love it, God. I feel something right here. The reality is is that when stuff shows up, we have to take a pause back up and say, okay, Lord, what's going on here? And the reality is, family God, if I can just be transparent in here, it's never easy. The struggles are real. Trials are real. They don't come just to tickle you and make you laugh. If them things come sometime and have you crying all night long. Sometimes them things will show up and have you wondering about your own life. Sometimes stuff will show up in a way that will make you question who God is. And the reality is God understands that. If if God had a problem with you questioning or trying to understand who he is, do you not think that God would do something about it? God could have very well showed up in the garden right before Adam and Eve bit that fruit and said, wait a minute. Don't do that. He could have very well showed up right before Eve was going to bite the fruit. He could have showed up and said, Eve. But the Bible tells me that he waited. Eve bit the fruit. He waited all the way through the conversation with the serpent. Eve bit the fruit. Had a conversation with Adam before he bit the fruit. God could have showed up then. But he waited for them to have a conversation. Adam bit the fruit. The Bible says that he didn't show up immediately after that. They began to observe the change that was coming over them. That's what my Bible tells me. Because the Bible says in Genesis that they noticed that they were naked. So now they are understanding and realizing realizing that there has been a change over their demeanor, over their life. The Bible says, then God showed up. (laughs) And I know, family, I know, I know, I know. There are are times when stuff go on in my life and I'm wondering, Lord, why didn't you show up yesterday? Mary and Martha had the same issue when their brother died. Lord, had you been here, then maybe my brother wouldn't have died. But as the story goes, there was a reason why God didn't show up when Adam and Eve bit the fruit. There was a reason why God didn't show up when Lazarus died. There was a reason why God didn't show up when your children went wayward. There was a reason why God didn't show up when your checking account went negative zero. There was a reason why God didn't show up when all hell broke loose in your life. There was a reason why God didn't show up when your health began to decline. Could it be? Could it be that God is trying to show you another side of him? Could it be that God is trying to use you to let somebody else know that he's a keeper, that he's available, that he's a way maker? Could it be that God wants to use you to help somebody else? So he has to allow stuff to happen. He has to allow stuff to show up jeremiah had to go to the children and let them know you, you 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 have veered and all god is doing is just trying to get them back on track because you have put your trust in things that cannot save you i'm just trying to get you back on track because you have veered and don't even realize it. I know it. I know you're looking at me. You know, I'm I'm meddling right now. I know I'm all in your business, and I really don't mean to, but at the same time, I mean to because it's my aim and purpose here today is to help you into the kingdom. My visiting family and friends, today you are a visitor. Next time, we fam. Come on, somebody. And I'm not going to wait until the next time you come to tell it like it is. I'm going to say it right now. That God is trying simply to get us all back on track because we veered and strayed away. He, we, we, and, and, and God is saying, listen, you are, you, you, you are, you are placing things in, in, in a place where I belong. And today is the day for you to get those things out the way. Because where were those idols? Where were those things when the heavens was laid? Where were those things when I flung the stars up there? Where were those things when I told the sun, stay there and don't move? And it's still there, not moving. Why would you allow these things to come in and upset your spiritual walk with God? But why would you allow those things to come into your world to get in the way of what God is trying to do in your life? And I get it. I get it. I get it. Family of God, you've been doing it all your life. I get it. I get it. But could it be you've been doing it wrong all your life? Well, I've always done it that way. I've always done some things too. <laughs> I, I, I've always done some things. I used to run from Ronald Chandler. Come on somebody. But not today, even as a preacher. Okay, Lord, I'm back. I'm back. you know. I, God is simply trying to get us to a place where we are putting him first and everything, come hell or high water, it doesn't matter, he's first. When everybody else ran out, he's first. I don't care if my friends don't call. I don't care about all that other stuff. All I care about is Jesus and Jesus alone. Lord, just don't you leave me. Just don't you quit talking to me. Just don't you leave me by myself. It don't matter about everything else. Too many times we want folk to like us and want folk to accept us and and want folk to appreciate us and rub us on the back and plait us on the back and and say you did a wonderful job. Well, I don't need all that in my life because sometimes you just sin and you don't really mean it. Help me, Lord. (laughs) Can I just be honest in here? Sometimes folk are saying stuff and they don't mean it. It's just they don't know what to say. They just want to say something. Like Their mouth need to be moving, and it really needs to be shut. Y'all, y'all, could, y'all could use that one. Just need to be just be quiet. Just shut it up. And just smile. Just smile. Learn how to smile sometime and quit talking so much. I think if we can start smiling more, and not a voice our opinion and meddling and getting it, we will come, a, we can go a long way. But see, we start doing this, you know, did you hear what she said? Just smile. Come on. Just say, you know what? God is good. I'm about to finish up here. I'm about to finish up here because I know my time, my wife is going to get on me. Because I believe the message here that God, if I can just sum it all up, that God is trying to get these people to understand that, first of all, I'm God all by myself. I don't need no one else to take the place of what I'm doing. I, you know, and, and I can almost hear God saying in a very apologetic way, I'm sorry that you feel that you have to turn to these other things. I'm sorry that you feel that way. But if you just stop long enough and understand the method behind the madness, if you could just take pause and realize that there is a reason why this is happening. Now, nothing's happening by happenstance, family. Oh, I feel you right there. That, 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 that there are things going on right now, and it's going on for a reason. There is a reason why they didn't call you back. There is a reason reason why they left you high and dry there is a reason why the doors were shut there is a reason why all this stuff there is a reason why God is not responding back to your prayers there is a reason why you're feeling all alone and feeling abandoned God already understood that he knew about it before you came along remember Jeremiah yet while you were in your mother's womb I've already devised a plan God said I hadn't forgotten I don't get amnesia I don't lose my train of thought I know what I'm doing I just need you to Trust me, in the midst of it, I just need you to just hang on in there just a little while longer because I know exactly what I'm doing. I know you can't see it. I know you can't figure it out. I know you want to know the answer. But every now and again, I just need you to learn how to just get out the way and let me be God. Just tell somebody about my goodness. I know it don't make sense with what you're going through. I ain't say tell them about what you're going through. I said tell them about my goodness. If you could just start talking about the goodness of God and quit Worrying about what you're going through, uh, worrying about your status, worrying about your issues, uh, and learn how to just tell folk uh, he's gooder than good, he's better than good, uh, that he's good all year long. If we could just learn how to just give God praise uh, in the midst of our sorrow, learn how to quit crying the blues uh, and just start crying the praises of Thanksgiving. Why are you sad? I'm not sad. These are tears of joy, these are tears of excitement. I thought about what he did for me last year. I thought about him waking me up this morning. I thought about all that stuff. And I just can't seem to help myself. I got to praise him in the morning. I got to praise him in the evening. I got to praise him when the sun goes down. Because when I look back over my life. And I think about all the stuff that I've been through. I have to just praise him. up And give him glory. Because he didn't have to do it. up, But I'm so glad that he did. He didn't have to wake me up. But I'm so glad that he did. He's the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end. He's always was and always will be. He's God all by himself. I give him praise. That's who my God is. I can only talk about my God. I can't speak about your God. I can't talk about your God. I can only talk about my God. Oh yes, he is trustworthy. He's everything that I need. He's a rewarder. He's a friend to the friendless. He's water when I'm thirsty. He's bread when I'm hungry. He's everything that I need. Oh, I feel my help right there. In the morning, he's my sunshine. In the night, he's my noonday. He's everything in a bag of chips. I love to call on him. I love him. He's my forgiving God. He's my praising God. He's my worshiping God. He's everything. Oh, I feel my help right there he's my water he's my bridge over troubled water everything that I need I can find it in him he's a teacher of the humble compassion to the lonely he's a caretaker of the afflicted and a guardian to the deliverer he's my refuge and my redeemer he's my way maker he's my loving God he's my promise keeper my battle axe my battle winner my grace giver my sin forgiver and my merciful performer he's my millionaire my billionaire my trillionaire he's everything that I need I don't need nobody else he's God all by himself he's everything I need and more hey 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 oh he's good like that he's better than good won't he do it won't he do it won't he will he will he won't he he's good he's amazing ah can't tell it all of uh, ten thousand tongues. Uh, can't express my love for him. Uh, watching over me in the midst of it all. yes. He's God all by himself. He's God all by himself, God. And I've come to learn. Hey, I've come to learn. can't live with him, can't live without it that's what they say he's all of that and more Let's say I can't live with him. sound like a relationship I remember you say that back in the day you say I can't live with it can't live without it well family of God let me just help you out here when we talking about God be- you better live with him Cause you can't live without him. You need him. Oh, you need him. All this other stuff. The world is in a bad place. Wars. Loss of life. So much is happening. And we still don't look to the heavens. We still look Defunding the police force as if that's going to help something. We look to stimulus as if that's supposed to help something. We look to all of these things. But not one time have we looked to God. Let me tell you something, family. That's all you need. Let me tell you something. You can't live without him. Know too much about him. He's faithful. You just have to just let go and let God. I don't know about you, but that's where I'm at right now. I'm still amazed. Every time God calls me to this place to preach and to teach and to talk and to, I'm baffled. Me? me and the Spirit always come back why not you why not you you mean you're not worthy enough to tell somebody about my goodness that's all I'm doing you, you, you mean you're not you don't feel that you're worthy enough to to walk around heaven that's what, that's what we're doing. We're just trying to get in the position to be with Jesus when he comes. We have so many churches, so many denominations, so many beliefs, so many. You know, I know I have friends that are Muslims, friends that are Catholic, friends that are Jehovah Witness. I have family that are I, I mean, I, let me, let me, you know, you know what I tell I say, man, ain't nobody got time for all that. We got to learn how to love each other first. Well, let me tell you something. If you're a Jehovah Witness, if you're a Catholic, if you're a Baptist, let me tell you something. If you see me on the side of the road with a flat child, I need you to stop and help me, okay? That's all I got to say about that. I don't need you looking at religion as a means of our relationship. Let's get beyond that. Let's come together as family first. Because the reality is in everybody's home, be it your home or my home, there are some rules and regulations that you may be okay with in your home that in my home it ain't happening. You may, not, you, may not, you may not feel the need to be up at 2 in the morning eating ice cream. In your house, you may have rules where the light goes off at a certain time. In your house, you may have rules that may do this or that. But in somebody else's house, there may be different rules. Why do we allow that to get in the way of what God is trying to do? So let's break down those walls. Let's break down those walls. And let's quit looking at all this other stuff. And let's learn how to come together as a believing body of Christ. And at the end of the day, I believe that the Spirit of the Living God would do the rest. I know, I, I know, I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble now. I'm in trouble. Be, be, you know, but, but 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 here it is. I'm about to I'm about to pray. We have a baptism, but but, but here it is. I need us to understand something here. When we get to heaven, I don't believe all that's going to matter. I don't believe we're going to be having that discussion. I've never been to heaven. I don't know. Maybe I'm out of line. Maybe I'm out of order. I don't know. But what I do know is that everybody that's in heaven will be there because they gave Jesus Christ their life. They accepted Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. I believe everybody that's going to be on the sea of glass will be able to testify of the goodness of God. I don't think we're going to be up in there talking about anything outside of he brought me through. And giving God praise and thanking God that we made it because we know we shouldn't. And if you sitting in here thinking that you deserve a spot, I, I'm not even gonna even say anything else about that because I want to make sure I'm in there. <laughs> I ain't even gonna even go down that road. I'm gonna say, well, praise God, sister. Praise God, brother. If you feel like you got you got a ticket I'm in there. You gotta say, I got my ticket in my hand. Well, let, let at the end of the day. I can believe, I can accept him, and I can claim it by faith that I have a seat. But do I know for sure? Do I really know? Lord, my prayer is is that when you crack the sky, that I will be prepared to receive you with open arms. That's my prayer. See, I I feel sanctified today. I feel anointed today. I feel the power of the Holy Spirit on me today, but you do know that that's not a 24-7, 365-day thing, that all it takes is from one somebody to say, you know what I'm talking about, because you've probably done it yourself, left church, and somebody says something, and then you say something. I want to make sure, family, that every time I stand up here that I'm saying something, and not just saying it just this time, but I want my life. I try to be as transparent as I I want my life, Jesus, to reflect you. Because I don't want to stand up here and preach and teach and you get excited and get all filled with the Spirit and and then you get to heaven and then you turn around and wonder, where Pastor Fields? That's my biggest fear. Where's Pastor Fields? And I'm gonna step around Jesus and say, here I am. Come on, somebody. (laughs) Because I refuse to preach you in and I don't make it. I am my priority hallelujah listen i appreciate you we're gonna we're going end right here i don't know if there's somebody that we about to have a baptism that may want to be a part of the next baptism we'll make this announcement again if there's somebody here that may want special prayer if you want a special prayer i'm gonna pray for you if you have a desire to even be a part of this great church if you can just raise your hand we can make that happen as well is there one is there one is there one father god in the name of jesus Again, we're so thankful, blessed, honored, and privileged to be able to come before you. You are truly an amazing God. Without you, we're hopelessly lost, but with you, we're more than conquerors. As we now transition to our baptismal service, we pray now, oh God, that you will transform this water to a more, to, from, from, from a common use to a more spiritual and holy um, um, use. I pray, oh God, as the candidates go down in the watery grave, that they will come up refreshed, renewed, that they will feel, amen, the sin fall off. Then they feel, oh God, and experience you in a very powerful, in a very real way. Thank you so much for what you've done, what you're doing, and what you're about to do. In Jesus' name we pray that the people of God say, Amen. And amen. Again, I'm gonna invite Elder to come up and he'll go over um, the um, commitment um, with our candidates.
0: If I could have a couple of deacons up here. Let's, have, let's give the pastor a big round of applause. Amen. He's God all by himself. This is a special time. And deacons, we just need to clear this, the, uh, the pulpit. And this is a day that all heaven is rejoicing. Amen. As our candidates stand Just move the podium over to the side, brother, and move the mics over. And we want our candidates to come on up. And we're going to face the congregation right here across the front. Come on over. We have my nephew, brother, little Andrew, just 10 years of age. He told us, grandmama, he said, I love the Lord and I want to be baptized. And we've been studying with him and that young man knows most, knows more than most adults. He knows the Bible. Amen. And my sister, I call her sister Betty B. Strong soldier for the Lord. Amen. Her husband, Louis Bateman. She said, I'm going to go down with my husband. Amen. Brother Bateman, he said, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'm not going to fear no evil, for, for the Lord is with me. He's a walking testament to the grace and the mercy of God, my brother. And then we have Brother Andre McKenzie. Amen. He was at a, at a bus station in coming back to St. Louis from Indianapolis and and uh uh sister ran into sister angela Pyle, and she shared a track with him and look how god works now he's going down in the watery grave (laughs) amen god is so good this is what church is all about amen making disciples and so they have all gone over the 13 fundamentals of the seventh adventist faith and so we're just going to have the the Abbreviated version, and after I read the question, and you all have the affirmative and just say yes. Do you accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and Lord? And do you desire to live your life in a saving relationship with Him? Do you accept the teachings of the Bible as expressed in the statement of the fundamental uh, beliefs of the Seventh day Adventist Church? And do you pledge by God's grace to live your life in harmony with these teachings? Do you desire to be baptized as a public expression of your belief in Jesus Christ, to be accepted into the fellowship of the Tabernacle Seventh-day Adventist Church, and to support the church and its mission as a faithful steward by your personal influence, tithe and offerings, and a life of service? Amen. You have heard the responses. Now we ask for a motion to accept them into the Seventh-day Adventist Church. Is there a motion? Is there a second? It's been moved in second. All in favor, let it be known by I. I. All opposed is carried. Praise the Lord. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. And I'm going to have to get a nice picture with them. Amen. Praise the Lord. Where's the deaconess? Okay, just gonna lead them on out, on out, and we're gonna take it in reverse order. Amen. We're gonna take it in reverse order. We're gonna have Brother Andrew first. And we want his family, those that support Brother Andrew to come on up. And those that have. Those that have come, Brother Bateman's family and And then, Brother McKenzie, as we sing, take me to the water. Take me to the water to be baptized. Come on now. Take me to the water. And we want you all to be on the side so everybody can see that's in the audience. Leave this middle open. Come on to the side. Come on over. Either right or left. The water. Take me, take me, to water. take me to the water. Take me to the water. Take me to the water to be none but the righteous, none but the right. None but the righteous, none but the righteous shall sing up Keep the Sabbath holy, keep the Sabbath holy, keep the Sabbath holy, keep the Sabbath holy, Take me to the water. Take me to
2: the water. Take me to the water. Take me
0: to the water. Be there. None but the righteous. None but the
1: quick that this water's warm. It feels good. Just want to give everybody an opportunity to see what's about to happen here that this is why we do what we do. That it's our purpose to populate heaven, depopulate hell. Amen. Andrew. have another word of prayer father god again we thank you for what is about to take place in this pool today again as we prayed earlier to transform this water we ask your covering over us be with I'm andrew the baptismal candidates be with the family and friends that are gathered i know heaven is rejoicing right now and we give you all praise our honor and our glory in jesus name amen
0: Robert Hodges, Jr. Come on up here, Daddy.
1: of your faithfulness and your dedication to follow Jesus all the way. It is indeed a privilege and an honor to baptize you in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah!
2: Hallelujah! Yes! Yeah.
0: Yeah. To the water, take me to the water, take me to the water to be baptized. Next, we have Brother Andre McKenzie.
1: We've already heard Andre came to us by way of a phone call in Indiana. And he called me and um, we was able to connect. I had no idea that, that our relationship would continue on down the road. And so we've been spending a little time together and he expressed that he wanted to be baptized. I said, okay, praise God. So we want to study. So he's been studying with me on Monday nights. I've been picking him up. We've been studying, hanging out a little bit. Um, but I believe that God makes no mistakes. That him calling, or uh, should I say reaching out to Sister Kay and, and her calling me, and we were able to pray over the phone, and then we were able to actually make a connection. And just to be there with him is just truly a blessing. I don't want to tell his story, but I'm letting let him tell his own story. Um, but we know God is working. Um, I'm going to ask Andre, did you have anything you want to say at this time? Just thankful to God, you know, to be here. I thank Him for His guidance, leading me here. You know, I know it wasn't no uh, coincidence, or nothing. It, it was planned already. And I just thank God Amen. for for dealing with me the way He's been dealing with me. Amen. Amen. All right, this is your family. Amen. Can Top raise a hand? Can all of all those that want to support? Yes. Amen. Amen. I see a hand. Open. There, hand over if I can just show you heaven, if I crawl back to see a roof and you were able to look up into heaven, you will see heaven doing this praise dance right now. I'm rejoicing over what's about to take place here. I'm gonna have you grab my hand right here. Don't let go because I won't let you go. Okay. Alright. Stand a little close. Alright. Andre, because of your faith because of your dedication and your commitment to follow Jesus all the way. It is indeed a blessing and honor to be able to baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Be faithful even unto death.
2: Woo! Yes! Come on out of here! Yes! Sir. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Keep the Sabbath holy. Keep the Sabbath holy. The Sabbath holy
2: the Sabbath hol be and be
0: baptized. Amen, Amen, praise the Lord. All right now, we're gonna have Sister Betty and Brother Bateman, Brother Lewis Bateman. This special couple here. Yes, they're so thankful that water's warm. Yes. <laughs> Like being in the jacuzzi. (laughs) Yes, indeed.
1: We have the in the pool, the Bateman family. Amen. That's why I put our hands together for the Bateman family. Uh, A husband and wife team. Um, I've been studying with... With Brother Bateman, Sister Betty, I've been going by the house for, oh, since I've been here, I believe. And, um, one day I stopped by and Brother Lewis said that he wanted to get baptized. Oh, praise oh, yeah. God! Yeah. And Sister Betty said, you know, she wants to get rebaptized. She said, I'm going to get baptized with my husband. She said, this is a big step. Now, I've baptized yes, two at the same time before. But, they, they, I, 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 I'm a C. We don't want to we don't want to go viral, but I want to baptize these two together. I'm in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Did you guys have anything you want to say? Sister Betty, you want to say anything?
3: We're just so blessed and thankful today for this special occasion and special joy. It is a joy to me to go down in my husband and I say and be as one as we are. Much love to you all, and I thank you all for a new renewal. Thank you all for being here with us and sharing this love moment with us, and we love you all. Amen. Yes,
2: uh,
0: this, I've been baptized before. That was about 30 years ago. But when the pastor came by my house and started preaching to me and talking to me, I reflected the things I have done the things I have been through in my life. And I thank God for bringing me through. I'm a cancer survivor, and I thank God for that. And I didn't do it all by myself. God did it before, because God is God. And so now I thought it was time for me and my wife to do this together. And I thank God for that, and thank y'all.
1: Praise the Lord. As I visited with them, Sister Opal was there every step of the way. I see you. And we was wondering if she was going to be able to make it here with us today. But she said she wasn't going to be left out. You know, she's been having issues with walking and getting up and down stairs. But she said, I will be there. So it's good to see you and all of your family that are here to support you. We praise God for you. Thank God for you. Amen. Amen. time but we're going to see. Brother Lewis, Sister Betty, because of your faithfulness and your dedication to follow the Lord all the way, it is indeed my privilege to be able to baptize the both of you together in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Be faithful unto him. Brother Lewis wasn't trying to go down. I had to push him. <laughs> he, wasn't, he, wasn't, he wasn't trying to leave. He was He wasn't trying to go down. I had to get him in there. How are you feeling? You okay, Brother Lewis? You good? Brother Lewis, you good? You okay? Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't trying to He was like, no, 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 you ain't taking me down. Uh, Yeah, I got you now, Doc. (laughs) Praise the Lord. That's a blessing. We do want to give everyone an opportunity. If you may be in the audience here and you have a desire to be a part of the next um, baptism, we ask that you will just come see us and we can start that process. At this time, can we bow our heads again for a word of prayer? Loving Lord. Our Father and our God, again, we thank you so much for what you've done, what you're doing, and what you're about to do. We ask you to continue to lead us, guide us in the way that we should go. Be with the candidates. Be with the new family, the new baptisms, that you will hold them close, keep them close. Thank you for the family and friends. Bless us, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. Come
0: on, choir.